Hello and welcome everybody to the F1 show. I'm your host Stefan G and you're tuning into episode 33 Hungarian Grand Prix Friday Review. Red Bull Formula 1 driver Daniel Ricciardo was fastest in first practice for the Hungarian Grand Prix after outpacing Sebastian Vettel despite the Ferrari using softer tires. Ricciardo jumped to the top spot in the final half hour of the session using softs to displace the ultra-soft shot Vettel. Max Verstappen backed up his pace-setting teammate in third place less than a tenth behind as Red Bull eyes one of its best chances to win against this season. Ricciardo and Verstappen were the first to set a time when they kicked off their early running on medium tires, but Raikkonen moved into top spot on a 1 minute 18.762 seconds. That was whittled down by Raikkonen himself, then Valtteri Bottas and Vettel before the halfway point of the session. Vettel led at the 45 minute mark on a 1 minute 18.218 seconds, with his time set on ultra softs and Bottas 2 tenths slower on softs. After the mid-session pass, Vettel dipped below the 1 minute 18 seconds barrier on a 1 minute 17.997 seconds, again using ultrasofts before championship leader Lewis Hamilton jumped to second with a time less than a tenth slower despite using softs. Raikkonen then used softs to displace Vettel at the top of the leaderboard on a 1 minute 17.948 seconds, but Vettel, the only frontrunner on two lap on ultrasofts, pumped in a 1 minute 17.692 seconds around the hour mark to go fastest again. Verstappen fell 9,000 short of Vettel, using soft tires on his next push lap before Ricciardo jumped both, with a 1 minute 17.613 seconds. That put him 7900s clear of Vettel, despite a slow first sector, and 8800s ahead of teammate Verstappen. Raikkonen was shuffled to fourth ahead of Hamilton, who endured a scruffy session and missed out on improving in the final half an hour with the lurid slide entering the chicane. Bottas wound up even further back in the second Mercedes, lapping 8 tenths after pace but also avoiding the ultrasoft compound. Haas driver Roman Grosjean left it late to steal best of the rest honors, nipping ahead of the Renaults on a 1 minute 18.975 seconds. Nico Hülkenberg had looked set to earn Class B honors in FP1, but stopped on track exiting Turn 5 an hour into the session. He still outpaced teammate Carlos Sainz by a tenth, with the second half of Kevin Magnussen completing the top 10. The Dane, along with the two Sowers, trailed a new Ferrari engine, turbocharger and MGUH unit. The first 90-minute session was littered with errors as drivers, drivers wrestled with a low-grip track. As well as Hamilton's troubles, both Sauber drivers endured some difficulties, in particular when Antonio Giovanazzi, driving in place for Charles Leclerc for FP1, locked both front tires into Turn 1 early on and Marcus Ericsson suffered spins at the final corner and then Turn 4. Ericsson avoided damage both times but wound up slowest, 3 seconds after pace. Sebastian Vettel topped the second Formula 1 free practice session for the Hungarian Grand Prix, shading Red Bull's Max Verstappen by 74 hundredths of a second. Verstappen set the pace early on in the 90-minute session using soft compound Pirellis, setting a time of 1 minute 17.509 seconds to take top spot just ahead of Red Bull teammate Daniel Ricciardo. Vettel, who was only 5th and 7 tenths behind Verstappen on the first run times when also on softs, then secured top spot with the best time of 1 minute 16.834 seconds using ultrasofts. After he went to the front, the two Red Bull drivers completed their ultrasoft qualifying simulations with Verstappen sliding in behind. Daniel Ricciardo, using another specification V6 engine than teammate Verstappen, was third fastest and 0.153 seconds slower than his teammate and complained about the balance not being quite right. Kimi Raikkonen, one of the few to set his initial lap time using the mediums, 
was one of the later drivers to complete his qualifying simulation and slotted into third place, setting the best final sector time of the session along the way. This meant the Mercedes driver Lewis Hamilton and Valtteri Bottas were fifth and sixth having both had to abort their qualifying simulation runs. Bottas went first, but after some rear-end snaps had a bigger moment on turning into the turn 12 right-hander and aborted the lap. Hamilton, who was not far behind Bottas on the track, also struggled with the rear end but held on to the final right-hander when the rear end stepped out and pitched him wide. That cost him well over a second and meant his fifth place was secured by his early pace on softs, 0.281 seconds faster than Bottas. Roman Grosjean secured best of the rest honors for Haas with a lap of 1 minute 18.168 seconds shortly before the halfway mark of the session. That relegated Renault driver Carlos Sainz to 8th place by just over 3 tenths of a second. Toro Rosso's Pierre Gasly was 9th with 4 senior driver Esteban Ocon running out the top 10. Sergio Perez jumped into 11th place with 27 minutes of the session remaining just under a tenth of a second after top 10. This shuffled McLaren driver Fernando Alonso who had just set his time down to 12th, 2 seconds off the overall pace. This also bumped the second half of Kevin Magnussen, complained earlier in the session about understeer and a slight engine problem, down to 13th. Nico Hülkenberg had a late start to the session after stopping in the morning session, which triggered a precautionary energy store change. He hit the track just before the halfway mark and went straight into running on ultrasounds, taking 14th place ahead of Toro Rosso's Brendan Hartley. Sauber driver Marcus Ericsson recovered from an early session spin to set 16th fastest time, just under a tenth of a second faster than teammate Charles Leclerc. Ericsson ended the session under investigation for an unsafe release from a pit stop. That left Williams pairing Lance Shaw and Sergei Sirotkin to take 18th and 20th place, sandwiching the McLaren of Stoffel van Dorn. Van Dorn, who has had a chassis change after struggling in the previous two race weekends, spun after touching the grass at the entry to the turn 5 right-hander on his first qualifying simulation lap and had to rely on his soft tire pace for his position. Zauber and Haas have used of Ferrari's latest specification Formula 1 engine for the Hungarian Grand Prix weekend. Haas driver Kevin Magnussen and Zauber teammates Charles Leclerc and Marcus Ericsson may use a new internal combustion, turbocharger and MGUH unit at the Hungarian ring. Magnussen's teammate Romain Grosjean has a new V6 but misses out on a turbo and MGUH because he has already taken his third example of each element and Haas wishes to avoid a grid penalty for a race in which overtaking is difficult. Zauber team boss Frederick Vasseur was coy about which elements were upgraded, only stating that the power unit, the name given to the parts as a collective, is upgraded. The V6 is understood to be a new spec, with the turbo also thought to be upgraded. Ferrari is not planning on using the new engine itself until the Belgian Grand Prix after the summer break. Its decision to give its customers first use of the new spec follows the same call earlier in the season when it introduced the first upgrade via Haas and Sauber in Monaco before giving Sebastian Vettel the new components one race later in Canada. The delayed introduction of its own upgrade gives Ferrari the chance to evaluate the specs on track performance before using up its final free change of engine component at Spa, which is more power sensitive. Vasseur played down the suggestion that the customers were used as guinea pigs. If you introduce the spec to one race before you have to introduce the spec 3 one race before, he said, I'm very pleased to be able to have it as soon as possible. The Italian manufacturer's engine performance this season has made its work team the fastest outright package and thrust Haas and Sauber into regular top 10 contention. Vassour said Budapest is not really engine related. It's important for us to be reliable this weekend to build a good preparation for Spa and Monza. For sure you can't be a Sauber in Q3 if the engine is not performing and we're fighting with Renault now in every single quali.
Total Wolf says Mercedes wouldn't object to a manufacturer team switch for its Renault-linked Formula 1 protégé Esteban Ocon. Ocon, who has been affiliated with the Silver Arrow since 2014, has impressed in F1 with Mercedes' client Force India for the past year and a half, but will not be called up to the manufacturer's factory team next year, as he has already resigned, resigned Lewis Hamilton and Valtteri Bottas. The Frenchman is now not likely to remain on loan from Mercedes, but switched from Force India to Renault for 2019, having been a Renault reserve and a junior driver for his predecessor team Lotus in the past. Mercedes is thought to be keen as such move would give Ocon experience of a works operation and would potentially offer him a more competitive package. Ocon's chances of staying at Force India for a third season are thought to be low as the team has been linked to investment from Lawrence Stroll, the father of current Williams driver Lance, which could impact seat availability. As the head of the Hungarian Grand Prix, whether Mercedes would be open to letting Ocon drive an F1 car not powered by its engine, Wolf said the manufacturer wouldn't want to stand in the way. We picked Esteban up when gravity fell apart and the first time he was actually associated with was Renault. Mercedes F1 boss Wolf recalled, We at the time had just started our junior program and it felt right to put Pascal Verline and Esteban to give them a go. Today we are trying to set them a path that will make them very successful long term, to put them in a position to be world champions maybe one day. With Valtteri and Lewis we have a lineup that is stable, that works for us and at this stage there is no opportunity within Mercedes. If he has the opportunity somewhere else to be successful as a racing driver and another team or another constructors to be successful with Esteban, we wouldn't want to stand in the way. Force India said earlier this month that it would consider offer some rival teams for Ocon, who is contractually bound to the team for next year. Speaking in the same Friday press conference as Wolf, Force India's chief operating officer Otmar Saufner said of Ocon, I'm glad there's interest, he's a great driver. I'm glad we chose him a couple of years ago and helped him progress to the point where others are interested. He's got a contract with us for him to go elsewhere, we'd have to agree on to that. Zafnauer reiterated that the team was open to allowing the Frenchman to leave, provided the arrangement was mutually beneficial. It's fine for him to go, but we've got to agree to that, and I'm sure Toto has persuasive tools if that's what we all want to do, if it's mutual. We work well together, we had great discussions about Esteban when he came in. If it's mutually beneficial, then of course that's what we're going to do, we won't stand in his way. The Williams F1 team is in discussion with Mercedes about adding a gearbox package to its existing engine deal in 2019. Sharing gearboxes is a common strategy on the F1 grid, with Haas and Zauber taking the Ferrari unit and forcing the using the same technology as the works Mercedes team. In addition to potential cost savings, using the same gearbox as a front-running car gives the team one less item to worry about, allowing it to focus on other areas of performance. Some teams also take the complete rear suspension package, while others design their own around the pickup points and geometry chosen by the supplier. Williams has always opted to build its own transmissions, however, suggestions that the Grove team might consider buying one in from Mercedes emerged in April, with team sponsor Lawrence Stroll keen to look for ways to help the team find performance. However, circumstances have changed because the team has been struggling to get off the back row of the grid all year, while the Haas model of taking as much as the rules allow from Ferrari has proved to be more and more successful. Team boss Claire Williams did not share details of any discussions with Mercedes, but admitted that the move is now being given serious consideration. Team collaborations are now almost commonplace, aren't they? She told Motorsport.com, you almost have to explore every avenue or opportunity, so we're doing that, but nothing has been agreed or decided at this point. I'm not confirming what is or what isn't being discussed with that conversation, obviously it has an impact, so it wouldn't be appropriate to say. 
Williams wouldn't be drawn on whether a collaboration could extend beyond a Mercedes gearbox supplied to rear suspension or other car systems, but she hinted that anything was possible. It goes back to my first point, you should always explore opportunities to see whether it makes sense from many different perspectives. That's what we're doing at the moment, but we can't get into any greater detail. Asked about the challenge of balancing staff costs against paying for outside technology, she added, that's why you have to think these things through thoroughly and analyze the impact of them before you make any rash decisions and that's the process that we're in. Thank you for tuning into another episode of the F1 Show. Tune in next time when we'll be discussing the Hungarian Grand Prix Saturday review.